Coming to you from the heart of the Great White North. Welcome to the Canadian Prepper Podcast. Immerse yourself in the world of preparedness with insights from seasoned experts and a touch of Canadian practicality. Your go-to source for all things survival, resilience, and self-reliance. Now, let's kick off another episode packed with knowledge and strategies to ensure you're ready for whatever life may throw your way. Stay tuned and let the journey to preparedness begin. Welcome to episode number 225 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. We are recording on January the 7th, 2024. My name's Eric, host of the show, based in Southern Ontario, hunter, target shooter, ham ham radio operator, I can't talk, uh, and computer geek. As a first responder, witness an over-reliance on emergency services during major events, started a small preparedness company to help uh, prepare, get get prepared for 72 hours, if not longer. I think you need to return. It's been three weeks. Had a couple of beers. (laughs) Are you new? I am new. I am new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my name is Ian. I'm a homesteader on Vancouver Island who has no idea how Opset works. Nope. And I'm Jeff. I'm based in central Ontario. I'm a target shooter, ham radio operator, general overall handyman, and weather nerd. My name is Pierre. I'm a tactical beard owner, based t shirt merchant, government critique, and the reason we hit the explicit button. It's true. I'm Terry, live in sunny southern Ontario, starving indie author, terrible hunter, and pathetic fisherman. If you want to support the show, listen to that professional voice in our intro and buy some swag. We have both the Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and and tactical Velcro patch at www.prepperpodcast.ca. All proceeds go to help cover our podcast costs. If you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes and submit a review wherever you found us. We seriously want your feedback, good or bad. We'd also love for you to reach out and tell us about something you learned this week. You can email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. All right, we got some resolutionary content for you in this episode. Going to start off with some relevant news articles. We'll update you on what we've done, well, I guess, in the last three weeks for our preps. And then we're going to get into the main topic, talking about New Year's goals. So let's uh, move into the news. So I've got a couple articles here. The first one, uh, for those that weren't aware, you probably should have been, there was a uh, fairly substantial earthquake in Japan probably about a week or so ago, I believe. Uh, The top one was a 7.6. Anyways, uh, they rescued a 90-year-old woman from the rubble five days after the uh, quake. So I I know that we've... I know that we've talked about it before, uh, basically saying if you have got a way to find some moisture, something to uh, get a little bit of hydration in you, you can last a long time without food. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. If somebody from 90 can survive for five days, I think the rest of us don't have a problem. No, that's impressive. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Look what happened when we couldn't use our debit cards for one day. Or, or no yep. internet connection. Yeah, this is true. Right. But yeah, that's good. And on the uh, the weather side of it, and I'll, I'll delve into a, a lot more of this on my weather blurb later, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida had a tornado today. Um, I really haven't dug deep into it uh, to find out the 
massive extent of the damage or if there really was a lot. I don't believe there were any fatalities. Um, so, but yeah, it's uh, pretty interesting on the 7th of January that you're, you're getting uh, tornadoes and I think there's going to be more to come. And I'll explain that later. Well, interesting, yeah, because normally they're used to having like a few days notice for the hurricane to come into yeah. town, so they, they go out and buy up all the plywood and everything else, but I guess, you know, tornadoes pop up a lot faster with no warning, so that's uh, probably a new thing for them, I would think, anyway. Yeah, not not 100% new. They they get tornadoes, but they're rare, and they're even more rare at this time of the year, um, but it's just this season has been that that weird weather season, so... Awesome. Well, keeping with the uh, the Tokyo theme or the Japan theme, anyway, uh, a plane and it was engulfed in flames on the runway in Tokyo at Haneda Airport. Uh, everybody survived. That's a good thing, uh, except for unfortunately they they did curb stomp another airplane on the runway, and those people did not, except for one guy I think made it. But anyway, that's not really the important part of the story. The important part is uh, let's talk about what happens when you have to evacuate an airplane. Um, so. It, one thing that always like drives me nuts is that every time you know I used to go down to Mexico as a as a pastor type of thing, and you'd see people in like flip flops and t shirt in the middle of winter in Canada, and I often wonder what would happen if you actually had to evacuate at that point, <laughs> and how many people would be like hypothermic within five minutes. So, yeah, just as a reminder, if you do have to evacuate, please dress to, uh, for the weather outside where you actually are, not where you're going. Just saying. Yeah, I, I discovered that myself many, many, many years ago. My parents used to winter in Florida all the time, and I uh, drove down, took my, uh, my grandmother was still alive at the time, and took her, uh, took her down there and then uh, flew back. So, yeah, I left Florida in uh, shorts and T-shirt, and I landed at Pearson Airport, and it was minus 20 with the wind chill. Yeah. It's quite a difference, isn't it? Are we talking about being prepared for various situations on a preparedness podcast that you don't see oh. coming that's so weird, weird. Oh, I, I didn't that's see it coming strange. at all this yeah. this was before i admitted i was a prepper ah gotcha fair enough <laughs> all right with that how about we move into uh, what we've done lately for preps let's start with uh, Jeff. to be honest i didn't do a whole lot i spent a lot of time uh down with family extended family uh, just decided that I needed a bit of a break, um, but I've done I've done some few rotation. I did my monthly generator tests, and I've moved around some of my firewood to make it a little easier access for what is coming up with the uh, cold weather. Very nice. Yeah, for myself, uh, same thing. I kind of took a bit of a step back from the preps for a little bit there, but uh, working behind the scenes, uh, making the, the podcast all fancy and flashy. So, um, cleaned up the, uh, the YouTube page, got a new look and feel on there. Um, did a lot of work on, uh, Patreon, got that all set up. Cause admittedly I set that up a little while ago when we, when we first started and, uh, let it sit. So did a bunch of work uh, in there, um, some fancy new intros and outros. So I guess everybody got to see the, uh, the video intro there, but I uh, got some intros and outros uh, for the audio version too. So the audio listeners will hear that after uh, I get this tonight's episode all edited up and pushed out to uh, the various uh, podcast apps there. And uh, yeah, just a lot of behind the scenes work, bringing things uh, fresh and new in the 2024. Just tell me you're not going to get rid of the old original theme song. You got to keep a copy of it somewhere on the site. And the, uh, the original theme song is actually built into the, uh, the new uh, intros as well. So nice. It's there. Just not as long. 
but I'll keep it. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, as for myself, I had a couple of handy. T- actually, after my brief stint in Ontario, I came back with the car there, and I had the a couple uh, UV five R sitting in the car, and uh, so I thought since they're just sitting in Vancouver, I might as well at least get a, a trip profile set up for Vancouver repeaters. So I spent uh, you know a couple hours kind of collecting up info off repeater book and stuff, and and figure out local specific channels for the the two handy talkies I have over there. Um, so that was a, a bit of a thing. And then, uh, of course, I had a bunch of batteries, everything from the NOCO charger to battery backups to the actual UV5Rs themselves. They all needed a good charge. I, I don't think I touched them since I came back in like late August. So it's probably time to re-energize everything in the car. Um, see here, I bought a pair of UV13s, which are like <laughs> newer versions of UV, UV5Rs. I guess the latest in grades is UV17. But I uh, bought these 13s because they have a USB-C charging port. Which not Ooh, all fancy, not all handy talkies do, and 999 channels versus 128. So, um, yeah, that's a, a thing. You fancy. can talk to all the hams. Yeah, so fancy displays, the whole works. So I'm going to see uh, how many months that takes to show up from AliExpress. Might be about six months or so, but <laughs> they'll get here eventually. Um, I did it. Yeah, I did a, did a big antenna order from GPS Central, which is uh, the <laughs> same idea as Radio World, but out in Calgary. And same company, isn't it? Yeah, sister sister companies. They're like the, I guess they're the same parent company, but they just run under different business names. Yep. And uh, so they'll even share your online profile and everything else. But anyway, so I ordered that, and they should be here by Tuesday, I think. And I just tried to upgrade all the antennas on the on the on the UV five Rs because I had uh, some of them still have the original rubber duck, which is not acceptable. Right? And also for the the acreage usage, just for the the uh, FRS age, uh, theoretical FRS usage, you know. They, each emergency. Uh, I got some stubby ones as well. Just like a couple uh, pair of stubby ones. They're comets, I think they are. And uh, just they're not flip-flopping around when you don't really need a long-distance rig. So, Very nice. Yeah. Very, uh, very ham radio-centric. I'm jealous. Yeah, well, <laughs> anyway. Uh, based on a recommendation from a uh, person I was sitting beside on the airplane one time, I started watching the Mr. Robot series to put my paranoia about hacking. So, uh, now I'm going to start talking to Eric about how to protect against said said hacking. It's a fantastic series. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking scary, man. But yep. yeah, there's an explicit button. Ten minutes. Yeah, in. perfect. Well, yeah. The funny thing is, is that it's one of those series, a bit of a sleeper hit, I guess. Like nobody really watched it when it first came out, and then all of a sudden it's gotten more and more of a following. And, and Rami Malek yep. is is now kind of famous, but he wasn't back then. And yep. anyway, yep. so uh, yeah, very interesting. Um, besides the battery pack top up i actually had some battery like main batteries in the uh, the battery boxes i built there last year and again they were all dead as a doorknob because i hadn't touched them since last january i think so and i i disconnected one from the solar outfit and everything else so some of the batteries are completely just done and so i need to kind of find some golf cart batteries to kind of redo the whole series with um see here i had to re-outfit the car for vancouver for weather versus ontario weather so a lot more rain centric than snow centric um chicken feed and hay shed reorg i actually started building an overhead shelving unit in the hay shed so i can actually get more hay and stuff out of the way uh just to make the more use of the hay shed i guess and then we had a big storm roll through that i didn't get to talk about with jeff because uh i guess i was not on the show and uh we had our greenhouse get flipped over we had a bunch of those stuff go on Ooh. so we, we had to un, un, unfuck some damage so to speak on the uh on the acreage so that was that was a thing and then uh because i got a sonic uh, ultrasonic cleaner about, I don't know, two months ago when you guys, I think I was showing you guys pictures yeah, of it. That'd be about, that'd be about right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I ended up spending the last two months 
cleaning out my entire brass collection, running it through the Sonic Cleaner and the Tumbler again, and then what a difference, because now the inside of the cases are all shiny too. Yeah. And Ooh. everything from like... Because you can see the inside of the cases. Well, it's just buildup of junk. It's right? important, right. you know. Case, case volume and pressure buildup is a thing, right? So if you get rid of the case, if you keep the case not. volume the same, you're going to get the same results on the on the rifle shots, as Pierre would know, right? Yes. And um, then same thing, I had a couple of Mausers, uh, antique Mausers, I threw in the ultrasonic cleaner, like the actions, and came out like squeaky clean, like brand new. So yeah. that was kind of cool. Nice. And other, other than that, just weight gain with Christmas. So did not help my COVID-20. Now it's more like a... <laughs> All day thirty, I'm sitting at. So I, uh, I gotta work on that. But that's what it. Not bad for an intern. That's good. Yeah, no, I'm new to this stuff, but I'll, I'll eventually yeah. catch up to you guys. So, <laughs> Pierre, you got anything? Oh yeah, I never fill this stuff out. I just talk on the fly. But uh, yeah, just doing some more uh, renos. We had a few electrical issues. Took uh, me and Brad about three, four hours to figure out why lights were glowing when they were off, but. We finally got it figured out. Um, finally mounted the fire extinguisher closer to the kitchen because it was like at the other end of the house. I was like, the odds of a fire anywhere in my house is probably most likely going to be the kitchen, so I should probably bring that a little bit closer. Um, went to the are range. You say, are you saying Mel's a bad cook? I thought I heard just heard what you said there. Oh no no no! No, don't put words <laughs> in his mouth. Oh, no, but boy. just the. We're most likely that, and I mean, we we're also running everything for the company pretty much in the kitchen on our island. That was some of the wiring we had to do, so we added four plugs to our island so we can run company stuff and baking stuff without having to move everything. So uh, stuff like that. Mel, thankfully, got a bunch of the mudding done that we finally got a closet because I gave up on mudding. I'm never doing drywall again. I hate it so much. You know why they call it divorce dust, right? I mean... Oh, fuck. It's everywhere, buddy. It gets everywhere. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, got out to the range. Had some a uh, nice. little bit of trigger time with, uh, with another fellow podcaster, uh, Claude. Went out on uh, the first. Had a little bit of double check the zero on a gun I hadn't shot in a little while. Make sure everything still worked on it good and have some fun. Uh, he got to do some testing on some things and we both walked away pleased because got to do group therapy and aromatherapy all at the same time. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Forgive my furnace roaring in the background. But I added some extra food stores, sadly, to my waistline. Um, so, yeah. So it should be good for another week or so if the zombie apocalypse happens. That's portable. Having said that, <laughs> our most important prep is our physical health. And uh, our good friends at City Prepping uh, on the YouTube channel for City Prepping, if nobody has followed him before, has a, has a beginning prepper fitness plan. So it's worth checking it out because I'm going to do that. And uh, hopefully Eric can find the link for that and post it in the comments. Just did it. Nice. Awesome. What kind of uh, fitness is he talking about? Just like uh, regularly going for like big walks or lifting stuff or what's he kind of focusing on? I really don't know. He's uh, just did an introduction to it that I watched just this morning, and then he's going to unroll this over a period of a of a couple of podcasts, and uh, and there's supposed to be a downloadable uh, uh, program that he's going to have. He said he's working with some Marine Corps fitness training guy, and so sounds pretty interesting. So I I don't have any details other than that. I just thought it sounded good, so be worth looking. No, I, that's for sure something I think we should all kind of chase down, or I should for sure anyway, but. 
Yeah, I could definitely use it too. Uh, spoiler alert. I think we talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah. But I mean, if you go on a Marine Corps style like fitness program, Terry, I could just yell at you and tell you you're worthless for like half an hour if you want. Or just, yeah. you know, yeah. you know I will gladly <laughs> jump in on that too if you'd like. Always happy yeah. to yell and scream at people. Yeah, you I call yourself it. a prepper? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, maggot. 50 push ups. Let's go. I had some fun experiences in basic training some 40-odd years ago that I can relive every once in a while. Yeah, all kinds of fun. And I learned things about my mother that I never would have realized. <laughs> They're just there to help, right? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome segue to the main, uh, the main topic for this evening. So... We were going to be talking about uh, New Year's preparedness goals, where we want to go this year, what we want to do, and just kind of overall setting the tone for 2024. Yeah, I hate to call them New Year's resolutions because they usually get broken, but yep. uh, I'm going to call it like a struggle session for preppers. How's that sound? Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> I was trying to think of actually where my, my biggest weaknesses are, and one of them was the ham radio game. And so since I started before year, New Year's, it's not technically a resolution. So This um, is true. It's yeah, all about it, how you word it. I like it. Well, it's funny because the more I watch Josh uh, uh, Ham Radio Crash Course, uh, it's yeah. so funny because he's totally right. It's like you can get a, teach a guy how to shoot a rifle in 15 minutes. It could take, you know, 15 weeks to get a guy comfortable with ham radio. So you probably want to, like, do one of the two ahead of time, per se, like more so than the other even. And um, so, yeah, he's got a very good point. So I've actually done a fair amount of work just kind of, like, getting more into the theory uh, working, you know, maybe this could possibly be the year I actually get my advance done. Maybe <laughs> I, I it's only like the, 50 questions. You'll be fine. Yeah. I actually, I finished my, my big spate of work training. I had like about six weeks straight of like training session after training session at work. And so that's all done now as of yesterday. So, uh, I've literally got four months, like kind of duty free uh, from the classroom. So, uh, yeah, I think duty free is awesome. You save taxes. I never thought of that. There you go. Free, free of duty. Is that better? Anyways. Um, yeah. So still less taxes. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm, uh, so I'm going to work on that, that advanced, I think a little bit, not even so much that I'm worried about passing exam. I just want to learn more about the antenna aspect because that obviously, you know, Eric, it's, it's focusing a lot on antennas. Right? It's, all, it's all about the antenna. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So RRL has a really good antenna book. If, uh, if you're really looking the nerd out. Ooh, I may have to talk to you after the show about that. Yep. Anyway, um, so yeah, I've been trying to, to focus the or shift the focus away mm -hmm. from um, stuff that isn't related to boomsticks uh, for cash outlays. You know, limited pressure prepper budget. You want to make sure you don't focus on one aspect only. So, and I trust me, I've done. I just uh, after watching all that brass and stuff, I realized I'm probably good for the next three lifetimes for for brass. So Is that enough though? Never enough, but <laughs> it'll it'll yeah. last me at least for a while. So you got two zombies people. at least. Yeah. Right. What's that, Pierre? It's like, you know, you probably have two bikes. Why not double up the ammo? If you think you're good, you probably just need to double it. That's true. It's like, how much do you need? It's always X plus one and X is the amount you currently have. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, for every, you know, every bag of uh, brass, just two antennas. Is that a fair well, that's, yeah, I mean, for buying new, but I mean, if, of course, if you're like me and you're like a range goblin, and all you do is walk around the range floor and go, yeah, brath, brath, it's like, you know, it doesn't really cost anything other than your time and your pride, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> just saying. Fair enough. 
on that note, I actually am short of two, two, three brass, which is kind of funny. I didn't expect that, but I am. So I wonder anyway. if you could make an antenna out of the brass. Will it antenna? It does conduct. I assume it conducts electricity brass. Boy, wouldn't it? Yeah, we should try this. Yeah. Combine both hobbies. Yeah. Because it's certainly, it's certainly malleable, like nothing a hammer mm-hmm. can't fix. Um, let's see here. So water is the other thing I want to talk about too, because I don't know if you guys noticed, but we kind of need it, especially if you're stuck in an earthquake-ridden building, you know, for five days and you're 90 years old. Um, and it's one of those things where, like, again, as soon as the power goes out, we have no water. We have a dry season that lasts at least six months around here, despite being on the west coast. And so it's one of those things where, yeah, I have my my champion generator and I have my other stuff to to get the well working, but then then what after a few weeks of, of running the generator, right? So I guess it's one of those things where it's like even to keep the animals in water and everything else, it's probably a good idea just to have some rainwater storage that's a little more robust than what we have. Mm-hmm. And then also having a couple ready-made filters, like a couple of five-gallon like sand filter things ready to go. And um, I'd actually have all the materials sitting there for a first blush system for the rain water spouts where basically it, it takes all the junk and then puts it in a side system and then then starts dumping rainwater into a bucket and i just never built it so it's just one of those things where i kind of got to put that together have you considered getting a life straw oh you beat me to it <sighs> keep it in the top pocket there <sighs> cram yeah. somewhere maybe one in the car yeah. i won't lie i have i have Don't a life straw in the house i have yeah. life straws in the house somewhere as a matter of fact i think even in my bug out bag i have a life straw but it's more of a more you of a barter, right? yeah, more of a bug, uh, more of a barter giveaway. I <laughs> wasn't planning on using it, and I did did double check. My Sawyer is still in good shape in the car, so it, it's all good. Um, but yeah, I so when you do collect up the rainwater, you got to worry about algae around here because it's like a, a cold jungle, but it still gets all the algae build up. And that's one thing that I all my rainwater collection around here, no matter how opaque the plastic is, within like a couple weeks, we've got like a really bad fish tank in there. So. Got to figure out a way to keep that down to a dull roar. But anyway, yeah. that was the other thing. So uh, so the number two was water. First one was ham radio. Um, and then the last one was, uh, well, kind of a, uh, I guess a bonus item before the last one, is uh, all those projects around. And I'm looking around the acreage here, and I'm like, there's a bunch of these projects that I've like got 95% done. And I never quite get that last <laughs> little section done, you know, and I just keep Because the last yeah. 5% is so tedious, and you're like, it's oh yeah, enough. it works. Like, uh, yeah. What, why, why do I, I got to do that five yeah. percent? I've had chicken coops for nine years. Uh, some of them are nine years old here on the property. I'm still waiting to paint their doors because they're just not important. It's like, <laughs> it's uh, the work. Like, yeah. Eh. So it's yeah. like it's been bare OSB for nine years. I'm like, well, it's survived. It hasn't been rained on because it's got a roof over top of it and it's still there. So I don't know, but it just looks like ass. So I figure I should probably just finish off the job I started. But anyway. Uh, last Fair thing enough. I want to talk about though was uh, fitness, uh, in, in a surprise to nobody. Uh, my employer was nice enough to open up a, a free gym at work. Ooh. Yeah, and I was actually shocked that they would actually give us something for nothing, but they did. And um, so yeah, it's it's pretty good. I went in there. There's a punching bag, so you can practice your uh, your, your your zombie apocalypse maneuvers there. It's got uh, free weights and a bike and a and a treadmill, so you can just practice your bug out walk and or fast walk. Oh maybe a zombie escape maneuver. It's got like a ladder climbing thing and a bunch of other stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I think this, uh, maybe I'll just incorporate city prepping's uh, thing into the gym there. But um, nice. yeah, at least for, yeah. for crappy weather, when it's pissing rain out and you don't really want to go for a walk outside, at least I can just go do a bear walk on that thing or something. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, fitness is, not, 
yeah, I mean, it's, it's been something I've been putting off for like a better part of a year now. Is like I really, really got to get back into shape. So anyway, uh, I think we'll between that and the uh, the marches from the other podcast, I'm sure we'll we'll get things done this year. Yeah, very nice. But that was pretty much it for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump on the fitness bandwagon. I, I think we're all kind of there. It's been, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been on the list for the last couple of years where it's just like, yeah, I got to I gotta do this. And then you just put it in the back burner, put it in the back burner. But uh, yeah, the, the fitness thing and um, yeah, the city prepper, like you were talking about there, Terry, it's kind of nice to have something that's prepper themed, but then is also tying into in the fitness, just gives you a little bit more, uh, I don't know, pull to want to watch it and, and participate with it, right? So I'm going to definitely check that out too. But um, yeah, the fitness thing is is a big uh, a big one on my list for this year, and uh, it, it's funny how this is kind of unfolded because uh, Ian is all ham radio, ham radio, ham radio, and uh, well, next on my list is spending some more time at the range. <laughs> it's like backwards Weird. world, and we didn't right plan this. That's the get, best part. Did you, did we didn't plan switch? this at all. I know, right? This I think is, I'm just reading Ian's trick, notes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, AI got a hold of this and just screwed yeah. it all up. Yeah. Well, somebody somebody's asking me the other day, is like, are you feeling all right? You haven't done a CGN deal in months. And I was like, I know, and it's making me feel empty inside. But <laughs> Twitching. That's, that's okay. But, I mean, you're right on the fitness thing, though. It's like uh, they can't take fitness away from you, just like knowledge, yep. right? And I guess it's one of those things where it, you can't have it happen in the last minute. And it's, yeah, there's no downside yeah. to it, right? Yeah, you, it's you something you got to build up and you got to keep. Humbling. Yeah. Yeah, I, at least gotta be at least faster than one other person, so the zombies get them first. It's true. That's why you shoot yeah. that guy in the kneecap. Well, yeah, you, you could do it that way too. That's hence why we go to the range more. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know it's uh, it's definitely on my list. It's uh, it's been something that's been lacking for a while, I, and uh, under threat from my wife. If uh, if I don't actually start using the membership, uh, we're just not renewing it next year. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I went a couple times this past year. I've been a couple times the year before that. It's uh, something that I've got to really up my game on. And, uh, and hey, you know what? I can take my ham radio with me. So perfect. Or, or you can get your employer to open up a gym at work. They've already done that years ago. Yeah. Uh, was <laughs> yeah. it free? Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah, I just lazy me doesn't want to walk to it. Well, then that t- <laughs> tells me you should cancel your gym membership and then take advantage of the free one and then take it from there. I never had a gym membership. He's talking the gun range membership. <laughs> I'm talking oh, gun range. the gun range membership. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, and then, yeah, this it's, it's funny how opposite me and Ian always end up being. Because uh, I've realized that I focused very heavily on ham, uh, ham radio um, in my preps. And it's kind of been the main focus that I've had over the last couple of years. I know shocking. I, nobody really saw that uh, throughout all the episodes of the podcast and, and such, but um, I got to start focusing outside of that. Still keep it. Obviously it's an important part. Um, Communication is a, a key part of preparedness, but focusing on some other areas and, um, and improving on those. And I, I think I'm good with ham radio for now. I've got everything I need for it. I got the equipment. Okay. What have you done with real Eric? Stuff. Stop it. <laughs> It, I didn't say I'm quitting. I didn't say I'm quitting ham radio. But I'm you said you had enough and that's, it. That, that's a lie. But yeah. I'm focusing on other things as well. It's just, it's got to yeah. happen. It's kind of hard when your only prep offer to someone else is you want to talk to this guy from Uganda? I've got him on the radio. 
Yep. <laughs> and he says everything's fine. Yeah, I think he might be a zombie. And if and you he, send him a thousand dollars, yeah, I was gonna say he wants money for you though. <laughs> yeah. Great uncle. This other guy says that he's a Nigerian prince and uh, yeah. he's a long lost relative. Yeah. At least they're not asking you what your car's extended warranty. Oh, I'm sure they will. But uh, on that note, like I, I've had this office now for uh, at the house since the kids moved out, and it's it's been like what a year and change. And I still have a, a base station. I don't know if that camera will pick it up, but a base station radio ready to go that I haven't bothered to set up yet. It's just it's like things have been putting off forever, right? So yeah. makes me sad, Ian. I know. But I did a bunch of Anderson power poles the other day to get everything on the same page. So that, that's Ooh. handy. Ooh. do go. Yeah. Very I'm nice. So confused. <laughs> well, Anderson power poles uh, for the for the listener too. It's like a standardized, uh, like positive negative kind of uh, setup for your for your wiring for your ham radio, and they they yep. look like these little black and red things. And yep. uh, here, I'll see if I can maximize my picture here just for a second for the listeners. Well, right. I've got a really small screen too, so like, yeah, fascinating, so, fascinating. There we go. Subject material, okay. but but basically, yeah, if you get these little uh, red and uh, red and black ones here, you can actually like they're polar specific, so they could they're. Specific, so you can actually make sure you get uh, you never short anything out and create the magic dust. Oh, so one's kind of so one's round and one's half round with the square end or whatever. Like, well, they're just uh, one direction. See, you have to turn them upside down to get it to the other red and red on yeah. red and black on black. Yeah, it's so really easy to not screw up. Yeah, and so yeah. that way, like I said, you don't uh, create the magic smoke that, that destroys everything. So, like my yeah, cell phone. Yeah. Pretty sure we got to kick Melissa out of the live stream. Can't swear like that. She says no more maple buffalo. Not for, cool. From, it's not cool. Everybody, you gotta try the you gotta try that dip she made the other day with the cream cheese in it. Mm -hmm. Big hit. You need the fire extinguisher for it too. No. Uh, Is that why you moved it, Pierre? No, I moved it because it was. I moved it because it was kind of like so. Where I'm sitting right now is gonna be like the reloading room where my gun bench is and everything. And it's been like just sitting on the bench here, but I'm like, I don't even have my powder in here. So I'm like, you know, thinking worst case scenario, we're doing a bunch of wiring, my electrical panels in my kitchen. I'm like, just, just keep talking away to justify it. I get it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get another one for upstairs just in case, because we did a bunch of wiring upstairs. So far we're good, but we'll see. <laughs> well, just remember if the circuit breaker keeps popping, just tape it down. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Or just get a bigger one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, get a get a two and a half inch salt tapper, and on an angle, go through the switch, through the metal. Yeah. It'll never pop back up. Yeah, just keep it, keep it down. That that's way. what a licensed electrician would do, isn't it? I saw it. I, I read it on the internet. It can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I think somewhere, some for some reason, Alan has no idea why we started screaming. <laughs> Most likely, yeah. Hey Jeff, what do you got? Uh, well, like uh, everybody else, I need to step up my fitness game too. It's uh, been lacking uh, way too much, so that's uh, one thing on my list. Um, I want to uh, upgrade my garden this year. Make sure uh, I get a lot more. I'm Leaning in the direction of a greenhouse, the question would be, where do I put it? Or do I make a deal with maybe somebody that lives down the road who has a big backyard? Um, I'm not sure who that would be. I'd have to go knocking on doors, but 
I might find somebody. Um, yeah, that's 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 my thing. I I, I really want to be a lot more self-sufficient on the fruits and vegetables and that stuff end of it. Um, although I've used my canner, uh, I have not used it to its, uh, what I intended to. So uh, I want to make much better use of my canner. Um, so I'm not trying or having to rely on a freezer. Um, so I, that's one of my, one of my other things. Uh, I really want to work on a bug out location find somewhere whether it's through a family member a friend uh just something out on my own find somewhere where i can go um to you know within probably a couple hour radius of of where i am now just to get me out of out of the danger zone shall we say um you know somewhere that you can get to within a tank of gas and all that kinds of stuff so and um, like uh, like Eric, I need to get time and uh, get down to and spend time at the range. Um, if I don't, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to question my membership too, and um, I don't want to do that. So, we yeah, that's kind of how convenient. We're, we're members at the same club. Yes. Oh well, well. But there's also like a wasn't that three year wait list? So if you ever give up that membership, you're not gonna get it back. So you don't want exactly. to. Do that. Nope. Nope. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so that's, that's, crazy. those are kind of the, kind of the, I, I decided to just stick with what I thought was the big five. And, um, so, you know, that was kind of, kind of the ones that I wanted to get at. So red and greenhouse question for you. Um, Don't have you ever tried growing the, the four plants that you're allowed to have in your house that, uh, are good butter material? I, I have not to be honest Actually, with you. So surprisingly do, in bc do, do not do not grow them inside yeah okay do not grow them inside for a while <laughs> unless your greenhouse happens to be an outdoor greenhouse that's fine but um i tried once uh i don't use the stuff myself i don't touch it or whatever but the funny thing is it's actually a bit of a skill set to know how to grow those too it turns out and i failed miserably uh but the people that enjoy those magical four plants um never want to have uh the plant the male plants that create uh, the help obviously that fertilize the female plants that uh, create the seeds and stuff because nobody wants to grow seeds they want to grow the recreational version of the plant and uh, they want to use what would be the seeds for their their stuff so if you actually had an idea if you wanted an idea i was thinking if anybody knows how to grow seeds that'd be fantastic that'd be like a barter material for people that certainly don't yes. use or whatever that's perfectly legal but in case of emergency you have seeds just saying yes just a thought and, uh, yeah, You'd never, never want to sell or give away right now because that'd be illegal. But I'm just saying, like knowing how to grow them would be one thing. Yeah, and I mean, if you if you grow them or you happen to have a uh, piece of paper that the government allows you to grow more than that, and um, so it's per per plant through that paperwork that you get. So um, if you yield a plant that only gives you, um, you know, a recreational person, you know, one week's worth of uh, substance and but you can also grow a plant that can give someone a year supply and that still only counts as one plant hmm. right yeah so i mean so figuring out how to get the most uh product or material or stuff you want to use you know per thing per plant that you're allowed um is one of those things and like i, I don't do it either i think it it smells funny 
smells gross. It smelled oh a mile God. away in a person too, which is kind of funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm like it's one of those things where I'm like I tried it, wasn't for me. Um, like do you? I, I really don't care what you do. Uh, it's not for me, so I don't really have an interest in it. Um, but I'm, I'm I fondle a person that does enjoy it, so she knows how to do. Or sorry, fond of. Sorry, fond of. <laughs> no, no, stick with the uh, first version. That was much better. <laughs> that was well done. Well done. Right. Um. Uh. So you know, I mean, she has way more of a green thumb than I do, and and it's just one of those like it's been a learning curve where I'm just like, you you can legally grow it. I mean, just just throw it in the garden somewhere. It's it's gonna be a barter tool at some point. But the what? worst that's gonna happen is you know, halfway through the season you're like. I'm pretty sure I failed. You rip it out, you throw it in your garden, you throw it in that brown bag and someone takes it away. Like, it doesn't cost you much. You already got a garden. It's not going to do much for you. I, I was shocked being in BC that I was unable to grow it. Like, I was kind of breaking yeah. the stereotype there. Yeah, but I thought, it, I thought it natively grew there, didn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I thought there was kind of like a freight of passage around here or something. But um, yeah. one of our mutual friends that lives many miles down the road, uh, she actually grew like four Christmas tree-sized bushes and yep. she doesn't use it either, so she ended up just cutting it down and feeding it to my alpacas. <laughs> and the the uh, uh, the the rheumatism that one of them had, and he had like arthritis and stuff. And then the next day, he was just running around. He was all free and easy, yeah. and he was loving life. And it was actually kind of funny. I was like, "Well, good for you, buddy." <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, so be not careful. having a care in the world, eh? Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, there are. You know, depending which line you want to go down with that, like it's a whole other rabbit hole that obviously we don't want to get into. But you know, there are people that arthritis, a whole bunch of stuff that there's giant benefits to it. So even the knowledge of knowing how to, to yeah, the just the how to, yeah. And if you can grow that, you can probably grow almost anything in a garden. That's another skill practice. You know, one of them and makes you feel a little giddily. The other one makes you full. So, yeah, interesting thought. Anyway, I just thought I'd run that yeah. out by because it was just one of those things where, like, every talks about, but nobody knows actually how to how to how to cultivate it because it's. I guess it's a bit of an art. That's why they have all these people hired and paid big money to grow them. So, anyway, yeah, it, I mean, it's a step by step process. Just like uh, some people never attempt to reload ammo, and I'm sure you could reload ammo with your eyes closed. You know, yeah, if you have everything booze right? too, right? Right, yeah. You know, like if if you've done it, you know how to do it. It's a piece of cake for you compared to someone that's never done it. Right, it's very foreign to them. It's just one of those things that, if it's the path you want to take, you know, trial and error. Eventually, you'll get it. Hopefully, who knew? Yeah. Practicing things makes you better at it. Yeah, it was a bit of a squirrel moment that we didn't expect. <laughs> but hey, what? Do you <laughs> Wait a minute, a, a squirrel moment on this show never happens. Yeah, that's right. yeah, it never happens. But it, it did bring up a good point, right? Is you know yeah. practicing things and learning how to do it and mastering it, even if it's a little bit, just figuring out how uh, how things work. Yeah, why not? And having some things that maybe you don't necessarily use, but also uh, could be a really good barter item. Yeah, or why even not? a humanitarian item if somebody's in pain or whatever, too. Right? That too. Know, so. Right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. Cool, Terry. Okay, well, for me, it's going to be getting out and doing things more. You know, like I got to do a little more range time would be nice. 
But first and foremost, I got to work on that physical training. Yeah, we that's that's the theme of tonight. It seems, as yeah. we all uh, we all seem to be talking about it. You know, we we neglect physical training. It's our it's and it's our most important prep. It's the one thing that we can't get out. You can have all the goodies and things stashed away you want, but if you haven't got the ability to to get out and use them or do them, then then you're kind of hooped. So it's important. That's a good good yeah. point. Uh, another thing I want to do is get out and do some more camping. Wanted to test out some freeze dried foods that I've got and work on my RV solar setup. That'll be that'll be fun. I've been playing around with that for the last little while. It's a work in progress. Probably will be for another couple of years. And solar setups are always a work in progress, are they not? Oh yeah, really. As long <laughs> as you make a small step forward, technically mm -hmm. you can say you hit that goal at the end of the year. You made oh, a little that's bit it. of progress. That's it. It's a it's, it's a work point. in progress. It's fun. Yeah. A learning thing too. And then the big news is I got me a drone finally. I've been wanting one for a long time. And uh, you know, I love photography, so this little gadget's gonna enable me to do so much more. And then nice. cool. in my honest opinion. A drone is a real force multiplier when it comes to prepping because they're so useful. You can get it up there and you can see over the next hill. You can scout hunting spots. You can survey That's potential awesome. bug out locations and camping locations and things that might be bothering you. So, How many rockets does it hold, Terry? Uh, it's just a small one. I, I think she's going to be a lightly armed machine. I might be able to put a little tannerite on it. I don't know. Give it a try. Oh, there you go. That's, that's only for self-destruct mechanism or something, I guess. But. Oh yeah, just in case, uh, just in case the DOT types are around, right? We want to blow yeah. it up. Actually, yeah. well, what uh, what models you get to do? Was a DJI one or is it a? Oh yeah, it's a DJI. It's, it's just a mini two. It, I didn't buy it new. It's a it's a hand down from somebody that's been droning for a while and upgraded to the new mini four. Yeah. So I thought the two is good for me. I'll something for me to learn on and uh, get some get some flying skills if I don't fly it into too many trees, and then uh, maybe maybe I'll move up down the road a little bit and keep this one as a spare. You know. Well, and no so. license required oh. for that one, right? So. No, no license required if it's under two hundred and fifty nine grams. Now these drones, that could be a a whole discussion of an entire show topic all on its own. I must say, I'm, I'm hearing another show topic. <clears throat> yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. So. yeah well, pretty I pretty cool. I still remember the day that Hughes uh, convinced me to get a drone within about 10 seconds. <laughs> and I was like, ah, so that opened up a whole new new rabbit hole for me. But yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a, a handy little tool to have. Can yeah. you imagine yeah. how many antennas you can hang up in with a drone? Hmm. Ah, yeah, that's, that is definitely a thing. <laughs> if you just had a good release mechanism, which is an add-on feature, you can do it, but it's it uh, tends just, to get... Just fly the rope up, fly the rope down over the tree, fly it down. Yeah. That's true. That's perfectly legal, actually. So you could do that. Yeah. It's almost like I've researched it. Yeah. It's almost, yeah it's, it's Have you done it? No. Oh, I wish. Speaking of the voice of experience. Hattie yeah, wouldn't admit it anyways. <laughs> a crossbow also can theoretically work as long as the string isn't too heavy, because as soon as the string gets beyond a certain weight, it all does is just drag the arrow right down. So it, uh, it is a thing. Just don't use it straight up, kind of off to the side and shoot on a bit of an angle if math is correct there yeah this still it's the string creates enough of a drag it really throws off and you got to make sure you put string at the back of the arrow versus the front and a bunch of other stuff and then that, that runs into problems because it's on a ramp of the crossbow might work better with a, a compound bow or something but anyway okay i'm gonna i'm gonna age myself here if you want to do that use a lawn dart it's nice and heavy yeah <laughs> do you still have original lawn darts 
I might. Those are awesome. Oh, man, I missed those. Until we got all... Go stand by the circle. I can get it in it. (laughs) They took away all the fun, didn't they? Yep. Mm -hmm. Now it's just a round dud with, like, a bit of sand in it. That's boring. Yeah. Yeah. I miss the ones that used to impale your feet and stuff. I like how you've got a pen out and you're writing down lawn dart right now. I'm writing down drones, actually, for the next uh, oh. topic down the road here. Uh, three yeah, topics from now, we've already uh, figured out the next two. So, yep, yep. this is true. Yep. yep. Look at that. Prepper podcast being prepared. Weird. Shit. It's a new day, a new year, new us, right? It is. It is. Yep. With a bit, a little oh, bit of luck, I intros and outros. So they're making us better. Uh, Hopefully, it's too prepare, bad because then we can't set Ian off. That's true. You won't trigger me nearly as often, but that's fine. Oh, don't worry. We'll find a new one. Maybe, you, need maybe to show, you need to show up for us to trigger you. I was going to say, maybe I'll show up more often then, too. So. <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah. All right. Uh, um, anything else, Terry? No, no. That's it for me, I think. I think I'll save any more drone conversations to our drone show. And hopefully I haven't crashed it by then, and uh, we'll have some good stuff to talk about. Or if you have, let us know what you did so that when we get one, we don't do the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Believe me. If anybody can run her into a tree, I can. <laughs> Challenge during trees just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Pierre, what do you got for us? Um, pretty much the same. Work on some fitness. Um, was doing a bunch of rucks and, you know, trying to go for once, twice a week, at least the a little bit of a walk and it kind of got away from us and then all the rental was here and everything and just craziness so we it's been a little while with all the moving and packing and everything so i want to try and get into that uh want to try and get more into uh reading more so you know unwinding a little bit you know put the phone down put the technology away put the tv show away kind of unwind with the you know whether it be uh just an entertainment book or a uh, a book about how the future is going, even though it's written in the past. Um, all those things, you know, start uh, working on my my ability to read better because I'm a really shitty reader. So want to try and do that. Um, spend a little bit more time with the family. Um, we can all get into our own little zones, even though we all live together. Then all of a sudden, you know, we haven't talked to each other with. Uh, talk to each other in like a day and a half you know other than hey do you need food do you need this oh can you grab me that so you know want to try and get away from uh, technology and everything and get more into the family time if you uh, need help with that just watch next episode and pierre if you really want a book to read i have the perfect book for you oh there it is you did it oh yes you need to read it. that is one so that that's that's on the list after uh, we empty out the trailer and that little wannabe canopy thing in the back. So we're pretty much done all the renos upstairs. We've got a little bit of flooring to do, all the sanding, everything's done. So I'm like, now, okay, let's get our stuff in here. So I know the next few weeks are going to be mayhem with, uh, uh, no, no thanks, babe. Uh, <laughs> Actually, what book was it, Jeff? Just for the listeners, I didn't even see it. Sorry, it is the uh, the ham radio, yeah, the, the basic ham radio study guide. Uh, uh, Coax publications. Amateur basic study guide. Yeah, and then uh, Melissa in the live chat suggested the Holy Bible. Who said I'm good? 
<laughs> but um, yeah, so just uh, get into that. So a big thing uh, we're gonna do is we we our, our previous place before we bought here, we were there for I think four years. And you know the the thing when you see something and you're like, oh, that'll be good when you get a house, and then you buy it and you store it. Well, now we have the house, so we took that out. And we also have other stuff that we were using to do that. So a big purge is coming from us. Tried to do it before we moved. We did a bunch of it, but it's just uh, the storage is not the same here. Uh, setup is a little bit different. So I know we're going to be uh, kind of reorganizing and resituating ourselves to be a little bit, uh, you know, make it work for where we live now. Um, we want to work a little bit better on being prepared and being a little healthier with our food selection. So we enjoy, we love cooking, both me, Mel, even the daughter will get in the kitchen. Uh, what one, I think it was a Canada day. We didn't go do anything. It might've been during the COVIDs where we said, okay, what do you want to do? I don't even think there were fireworks. And she, uh, she said she wanted to have a steak off. So we bought steaks and we each seasoned steaks and then cooked them up. And then we all shared steak at, and everybody cooked it, even though the daughter was only 10 that's what she wanted to do for it. She wanted to cook steak, marinate it herself and everything. So try and get more involved in that. And uh, we love using spices. But I said, I don't really want to use store-bought spices anymore. Buffalo maple. To, yeah. So I want to figure out how to make, you know, everybody's, we'll throw some uh, wild whiskey barbecue or the wild smoky barbecue seasoning or the Montreal steak spice or whatever on something. But I'm like, can we figure out a way to make that ourselves? You know, maybe with uh, stuff out of our garden or, you know, source something out a little bit better. Um, we've got dehydrators. So I know we want to get on, jump on that bandwagon, see if we can make uh, some dehydrated jars of, you know, prepping soups, meals, stuff like that. So, yeah, kind of just uh, work on the, the things that are unobvious for us. For so now, what I heard there is you need to go purchase a buffalo and a maple tree. Yeah. Is that how that works? That is exactly yeah. how that works. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's in the name, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, cool. no kidding. A friend of mine actually was out buffalo hunting uh, two nice. weeks ago. Did not get a buffalo, but he got himself a moose. So, ah, still works. Yeah. Yeah. But, Splitting hairs. Yeah. 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 Um, Dave says combine the exercise of reading by reading while walking on a track. It might just be uh, the activity is what you need to help you focus. And it works for him and his. Uh, his attention issues. Uh, no, so I I can't. So I'm very weird. I can't have any distractions. I can't be doing anything. I can't be thinking about anything when I read. Someone's talking in the background. It doesn't matter whether they're talking to me. Can't, don't retain any information. And I'm one of the ones where I'm like, I, so my one of my big deciding factors to purchase a book is how long the chapters are. Because when I read, I tend to get sleepy. But I can't not finish the chapter. So if the chapters are 40 pages long, I have a very hard time finishing the chapter and then being able to go to bed. So I want to work on that a little bit. And hopefully that goes away because I'm sure there's a bunch of good books with long chapters out there. But uh, I'm going to take baby steps and I'll probably get some kid books. Might know an author. Just saying. Shameless self-promotion, guys. Shameless self-promotion <laughs> right here. Uh, there you go. You send me a signed copy and I'll read it, buddy. <laughs> okay, you got a deal. 
<laughs> oh, I, I, I will gladly get it. But yeah, it's just uh, I know the next few weeks are going to be a little bit of uh, cramming and organizing. Um, I would like to get into uh, it's been a little bit since I've done some load development. Um, I'm almost done through all my 22-250 ammo that I had pre-made uh, with someone else. So now I've got all my own supplies. So now I want to try and get some load development on it. Uh, get Get some more trigger time in. Uh, hoping to do a few more competitions this year, you know, bump up those scores on the, the PR. Uh, I've got a plan forward for a few of the challenging uh, stages that I struggled with. Um, purchase some targets. Uh, the range I'm at has the same distance. And, uh, you know, chit-chatted with Claude and saying, like, I want to kind of work on that, that uh, I can set up three of those targets at a certain distance. And uh, I just need someone to you know, call the time, you know, if the target is left, right, or center, and, and all that. So, you know, ho hopefully start working on some skills and everything, and then uh, may maybe be less douchey. Um, but I'm not promising. You, you already tried that. No, we, we yeah. like you just the way we are. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Don't, change, don't change you, Pierre. Yeah. yeah. And just remember, anything worth shooting is worth shooting twice. I mean, that's uh, Zombieland uh, Rule 5 or something, the double tap, right? That's... Right. Yeah. Double that. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, yeah. Just you know, trying trying to figure out where we live now. Uh, maybe make some connections with the neighbors, but probably not. Um, but uh, there's a few local farms. So, daughter made a new friend at school, uh, and uh, they actually own a little farm. They've got some pigs, some chickens. Uh, complete organic farm, sixty acres. They're outside the city limits. So it's like, you know, chit chat with them every time we go there to drop the daughter off or pick her up or pick up their daughter or whatever. There's like, I don't know, 30 squirrels running around all the trees. And I'm just like, those ever come a problem, you let me know. I'll cook. You know? <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I, I have a friend who's done the curried squirrel and he said it wasn't bad. Oh, I, I, I've barbecued them. Uh, ask Brad next time you chat with them there. Yeah, we shot some squirrels <laughs> once. I was like, well, I got a license for it. It falls under small game. So I shot a squirrel, brought it home, barbecued it. It's like, pretty good. Now, 100% elite squirrel, no problems. I got no problems with it. So A little bit um, of tree beef. Yeah, chicken of the yeah. tree. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, I'm like, I, I cooked it, and I'm like, do you like chicken wings? Yeah. I was like, that's pretty much what they taste like, um, in my opinion, at least, or the ones I was Put eating. Put a little uh, maple buffalo on it, and away you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so maybe make a connection with them. Uh They've got a full organic farm. Um, they cool. bought the house a few years ago, and they've got greenhouses, this, that. Like, they're full outgoing. So I'm like, you know what? I will 100% support you. You know, might be worth a, a, a chit-chat. We're hoping to have supper with a, supper's uh, two families together. Maybe, uh, you know, make an acquaintance here and there. Good property. Hopefully, we can help them. They can help us. Uh, if not, at least our kids are having fun, and we'll just be courteous to each other. That's all. It, that's all you need to do is just be courteous nope. and figure out who's, <laughs> who's the ones you would eat in the apocalypse and who's the ones you wouldn't. So, but uh, at the very speaking least, of, no. speaking of apocalypse, though, or, or cannibalism. No, so <laughs> vegans would probably be the closest thing to grass fed. Well, right. that's true, and you don't want something that's not like heavy duty on prescription meds because then the meat would be all tainted, and there's be like yeah. that anyway, right? So, so like, it's okay to have a few vegan friends. <laughs> They'll come in handy I guess, later. I guess, I guess. Oh boy! 
Is like, this where 2024 is going? Oh, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. 100%, buddy. <laughs> like, that's the closest thing to free-range, grass-fed meat you will get when the apocalypse hits. Is a vegan. That, you know, I can't argue that. On the, on the, on the book note... Um, so when you were younger and you know you're in school and you're being forced to read like To Kill a Mockingbird or whatever, some random book that you had, had no <laughs> interest in. Yeah. Um, do it. yeah, exactly. Like nobody does that. Like, and no. the problem is, is that when it's foisted upon you, it's one thing. But I found as as you you know, get a little bit more mature in your here years, and it's yeah. something you're actually interested in, it's a lot more easy to read the stuff because yeah. it's just it's, yeah. it's actually something you're going to take a, a, an active interest in. Oh. And so, yeah. big difference when you choose to read yeah. something, right? And and, and a big thing that pushed me towards it was uh, doing book club. Uh, one of the mm-hmm. things where I was like, okay, I'm going to try and stick to it because I enjoyed being on the podcast, even though we were talking about a book or whatever, just the chit-chat with people prior, afterwards, and you know everything. It, it was a big push where I started reading a lot more. It had been years since I read a book. And then book club, you know, read, I'll say, 10 out of the 12 books. And I was just like, well, that's more than I read when, you know, the four years of high school. I think I read one of the books that they told you to read in every class you did. It was like, I just never was good at school, didn't enjoy reading. But it was a big push, so I kind of want to start boosting that. I don't want to set unrealistic goals. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, if I can get through, you know, let's, let's say a book a month, maybe a book every two months if, uh, you know, if I want to be very, very cautious, you know, six books this year, uh, I'd be ecstatic. Anything past that, I'd be even more than that. So uh, that's uh, that's where I'm going to go. Try and read books, you know, fiction just as much as, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Self, not, not really self-help, but uh, yeah, I guess self-help would be better. I don't want to get us banned. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> we could, uh, like the Anarchist Cookbook or something, you know, that's self Yeah, there you go, yeah. But, yeah. Why but not? we could give ourselves a, a like we tried a monthly it didn't work because nobody's reading the books in time but we could do like yeah. a quarterly one where we had like three months notice to read a book and then yeah. uh that should give the listeners and the the panelists time to read it and then yeah it just uh, life get you know a busy week could really throw a wrench in attempting to read a book where yeah, yeah. it can be hard but yeah. yeah we could re-implement that we've got the uh the book club section on the discord sir yin i know you're banned but uh, we could still uh, we could utilize that. We could find a we'll way send, to sneak Ian in. I'm sure. We'll send you screenshots. You can give us your opinion, or we'll yeah, just let right. you know which book they choose. That's that's fine. Yeah, that yeah. works too. So I mean, yeah, uh, if we did like one, like you know, four books a year, I think that might be a little more realistic for everybody too. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, uh, it's we've we've all got lots on our plates. Where, you know, I think that could uh, be beneficial for a lot of people, or at least for me. Good idea. I like it. All right, we'll put something together. Yeah. Hey, any final comments from any of the panelists? Um, right, crickets. No, we'll move so into I, the I podcast would... challenge. Oh, well done. That's me. I oh, go back that's to you. Motherfucker. Work mouse. <laughs> oh, okay. Find three weaknesses in your preps. Resolve to fix them before the end of the year. So you don't have to set unrealistic goals, but, uh, you know, Find something and uh, have at her. Grab and be honest, I guess, too, right? Yep. Awesome. we got some upcoming events. Well, I never missed an opportunity to crap on the Canadian government, so I, uh, I noticed that the federal <laughs> workers have not come back to work yet from the Christmas break uh, because I went to go to the preparedness uh, section of uh, 
Emergency Preparedness Canada, I guess it is. And uh, they haven't updated anything for 2024. But the Americans mm-hmm. did. And so I went to uh, ready.gov slash calendar, and they've got the 2024 preparedness calendar lined up there. Uh, I think Eric will probably throw that link in the show notes momentarily. Right. And it is a nice little step-by-step, um, if you go, or sorry, month-by-month, I guess, uh, section on how to amp up your preps a little bit. So even, you know, points out when, you know, preparedness month is. So this month we're focusing on food or this month we're focusing on whatever. One's the hurricane, I think, preparedness month. And it's actually really good. It's, it gives you some time to think about each little uh, section on a month-by-month basis. So, yeah, it's not so much an upcoming event, but more of a uh, calendar of um, I don't know, inspiration. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, the 10th annual preppers meet is coming up July 11th, the 14th and earlier bird tickets are on sale now. So if you check out to annual preppers, com, you can get your early bird ticket. It's a hundred bucks, gets you in for the whole, uh, the whole show and uh, worthwhile event. So, uh, so make sure you get over there and get your tickets, uh, ASAP before they go up. All right, Jeff, you got a weather blurb for us. I most certainly do. I just have two words. Buckle up. Uh, so seriously, <laughs> seriously, folks, um, you know, the last six weeks, two months has kind of really been a whole bunch of nothing. Um, you know, for the most part, we it's been unseasonably warm. There's been very little precipitation tad a little bit of snow here and there some rain to be honest it's really been next to nothing uh and that is about to uh make a 180 uh certainly take a drastic change in the next few days and is going to continue for uh at least i'm looking for probably a few weeks maybe even longer um Presently, there is a storm going on right now in the eastern U.S. It's leaking into Canada. Uh, more, you know, the little far east of Ontario, Quebec, into uh, Nova Scotia and that. Uh, but during this week, uh, as I just said, things are going to change dramatically. Uh, the lower level jet stream is dropping. And uh, with that, uh, the way just the way that the storms follow the jet stream um, we're going to see several waves of storms uh, cutting across the, the mid-U.S. Uh, and into the Great Lakes and again out Quebec and out, out through the Maritimes. Um, we've got one now. Uh, we've got another one coming up uh, probably on Tuesday and I'll get into what's coming after that. Um, the southern U.S., um, as I mentioned, Florida had a tornado today. Uh, they can see uh, severe weather out of these storms. Uh, there is the potential for isolated tornadoes uh, because for the most part, um, as storms move, storms follow uh, low pressure systems. Low pressure systems rotate in a counterclockwise direction. So on the front side of the storm, you've got the counterclockwise direction, it's pulling in the warm, moist air from the Gulf and, and stuff like that. So on the front side of a storm, you get you get the warm side, you get lots of rain. Um, as it wraps around, it grabs the cold air, it pulls the cold air down. 
Uh, that's sometimes you'll notice you'll, you'll get a heavy rainstorm and then the next day it will snow. It's just the back end side of the storm that gets back into the cold storm. And every time that rotation happens and it pulls the cold air down, it pulls it a little bit further than the last storm. And then that one will rotate and it'll pull it a little bit further. And that's why we're starting to see, uh, that's the setup we're going to see. And that's why there's going to be um, a lot of cold air. Uh, down, coming down out of out of Canada. Uh, Monday to Wednesday this week, uh, we could see a good line of severe storms, a uh, good possibility of flooding risks. Uh, in the southeast U.S., we're talking Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, up into the Carolinas. Um, the lower jet stream, uh, which is approximately about a mile up in the atmosphere, and pardon the pun on this comment, but it is jetting along at about 100 miles an hour. Uh, so it's moving pretty fast. Uh, will you see those winds at ground level? No, but seeing something in the 40, 50, 60 mile an hour range is not out of the question. Uh, like I said, the, the target area for those severe storms is going to be uh, northern Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. The, the storms are just following that that path and as they move north you really got to keep an eye on them for them becoming what they call nor'easters um big storms you know new york uh got snow today for the first time in 636 days i believe it was uh that they recorded over an inch of snow on the ground so um you know following like i said these couple lines of storms and the way that things are, are moving around um, things are going to get really really cold uh, really cold for uh, Western Canada you know Eastern BC Alberta Saskatchewan into the uh, the upper Midwest um, they are going to see storm or good sorry they're gonna see temperatures um, that are projected to be anywhere 15 to 20 degrees below normal if you figure normal is minus 15 and you're another 15 degrees below normal, you're looking at minus 30, even into the minus 40s potentially. Um, it's going to get really, really cold. And that's going to occur, I'm guessing, in and around somewhere between the 10th to the 15th of January. And it's going to stick around for a while. It's it's not going anywhere. It's going to dive down into the, the deep south U.S. again. Um, I'm not looking for a Texas um 2021 storm they had the ice storm and all the power outages and all that but they're going to get snow and they're going to get cold temperatures so uh just keep that in mind uh next weekend uh i'm already starting to see what could be the potential for another uh large storm to come through uh, again just with the path of the the lower jet and the way uh, the storm is moving. It's again going to target the mid-U.S., the Ohio Valley, into the Great Lakes. Same thing like the storm that's going to come on Tuesday, Wednesday this week. The freezing line is going to tell the tale between whether you get uh, a crap ton of snow. Uh, you might get some mixing, some freezing rain, or if you're just going to get rain. Uh, up until today, early today, the storm coming for Tuesday Wednesday for us in the Great Lakes area, I was going to say it was going to be mostly be rain. I'm now to I'm now not 
sure of that. The, the latest track has it uh, moving a bit further south than it did. And all it takes is a 15 kilometer change in where the weather or where the, the front is as to whether you're getting snow or rain. So keep an eye on it. Um, keep an eye on things that are coming up. Again, if you're anywhere, like I said, in the, the southeast U.S., again, you know, Tennessee, Alabama, northern Florida, Georgia, up to the Carolinas, you guys really need to pay attention the next couple of days. Um, I, I'm not saying there's going to be a prolific tornado outbreak like we've seen in December, but I would not rule out two, maybe three isolated tornadoes. Um, so, you know, just just keep your... Uh, Keep your eye out. I've been I've been pretty active on the Discord the last few days because we haven't been on here, um, so uh, I'll I'll continue that. I'll continue to update as much as I can. Um, so if you're not on the Discord and you want to stay on it, um, I'll be I'll be doing a lot of updates. There's a lot of good storm chase people out there, good forecasters, um, people like Ryan Hall, Mitch West. Um, you know, Pow Pond, those, those kind of, those kind of people, I, fo I follow them a lot. And, and things are starting to come. They're all starting to come into agreement now on this storm for Tuesday, Wednesday. It's just nailing down the temperature line and uh, looking like the big one for next weekend. So anyways, as I always say, don't be scared, be prepared. Uh, you never know what's, what's going to come out of it. All right. Well, if you don't have Jeff handy uh, during the uh, zombie apocalypse, I guess uh, if you want to know, have you guys ever heard of Buys Ballots Law? So if you ever want to track a storm, um, whether it be a rainstorm, hurricane, snowstorm, whatever, um, stand outside, put the wind on your back, and if the wind's at your back, the, the storm will be actually 90 degrees to your left. So if you go about three times during the day, you can actually track which way the storm's going without even looking at a weather map. Cool. Yeah. So I guess we don't need Jeff you know? anymore. So, yeah. Jeff, you're done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, so, I mean, if you're going to leave... It's been a great world, pleasure, good sir. Yeah. It's, uh, so, if you, if you leave the world behind, so to speak, you can uh, you can always uh, track the weather that way, too. It doesn't work with high-pressure systems, but uh, it's kind of the opposite land there. But um, most, of the, most of the weather is created by lows anyway, so... There you go. 99, 95% right. of it, yep. Yep. All right. Deal of the week. Jeff, you're up again. Again, I want to yep. raise. Um, <laughs> so you get double considering, considering I am the, the weather guy and this is right down my alley. Cabela's has a sale on uh, for a bunch of uh, wind instruments. So wind monitoring, um, you know, wind speed, temperatures, air pressures, precipitate, all that kinds of stuff. They've got a, a whole bunch of uh, items on sale. So zip over to Cabela's. Um, if you're interested, uh, if any of that stuff piques your, uh, your interest, I'm probably going to be pulling out the credit card later tonight and <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> awesome. So we'll move in the shout outs. I got a quick one. Uh, just a shout out to all the listeners. I pulled the stats uh, earlier today and we're at, uh, 9,595 downloads in just the last 30 days. I'm, uh, Which I'm is quite impressed great. with that. Ooh. Which is crazy because we haven't done an episode in how many weeks? But was three weeks? Yeah, it's been three weeks. Yeah, like so. So, yeah, I I, I checked that and 
that was uh, that was really neat to, to log in and, and see. So a uh, big shout out to everybody that's listening and uh, has been sticking with us throughout the years that we've been doing this podcast. Anyone else for uh, shout outs? All right. Uh, email and iTunes reviews. We're up to uh, 228 ratings, uh, but no reviews recently on Apple Podcasts. And with that, I'll bring uh, episode number 225 of the uh, Canadian Prepper podcast to an end. You can find uh, the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or of course your favorite podcast app. Uh, please submit a review. It does help other people find us and of course plays around with the algorithm of the YouTubes. And we do record these shows live on YouTube and uh, Facebook if we have to. Uh, if you want an early peek at the shows, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast, and click on the notifications tab. That will give you an alert when we are going live. Uh, Eric's done a lot of work on uh, sprucing up the uh, the YouTube. I think you're going to like it. I certainly uh, had a sneak peek at it, and uh, I really like it. So if anybody needs to reach out to me for anything, uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca, or I am frequently on the Discord. And since Jeff was nice to me there, I'll, uh, I'll actually forward the emails, but only for this month. Only this month. Only, okay. say, with all the fucking tech work you're doing, you'd think you'd make a fucking email for him. Yeah, exactly. How <laughs> would Jeff at Prepper Podcast? I mean, come on. Yeah, like, can't be that complicated. No. <laughs> <laughs> he likes um, me, just not that much. Uh, I, I understand it, buddy. I understand it. Um. You can find me off the wall customizing. I think we're on the socialist medias, bunch of them. I don't know. Uh, or at Gmail. Off the wall customizing at Gmail. Um, I'm on the Discord, but I just don't open it. Now there's like a thousand notifications, so I gave up on it. Or you can find me Monday nights where I critique the government on uh, the other CPP, the Canadian Patriot Podcast, on Monday nights on YouTube's at 9 o'clock. And me, you can reach me on the annual Preppers Meet Facebook page, or you can email me at terryllblackmore at hotmail.com. All right. Well, you can reach Ian directly by emailing me at theislandretreat at gmail.com. Uh, like Pierre, you can also find me on Canadian Patriot Podcast, which is on iTunes and YouTube, uh, Monday evenings, 9 p.m. Eastern. Sadly, banned from Discord. So uh, on the Gilded app for Patriot Podcast, uh, standalone little uh, chat group. Emails if you want an invite. There you can find us discussing why government waste has me redoubling my efforts to counter their mismanagement and the general degradation of society. So I now have two email addresses to set up. There you go. Intern at and Jeff at. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. You can get me there on the live chat. You can also email me at uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Uh, thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, until next time, be prepared, stay safe. And keep learning. As we wrap up another insightful episode of the Canadian Prepper Podcast, we want to extend our gratitude to our listeners for joining us on this journey of preparedness. Remember, the key to survival is knowledge and readiness. If you want to support the show and engage with our community further, consider signing up for our Patreon and joining our thriving community on Discord. Links are in the description. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave us a review. This is the Canadian Prepper Podcast, signing off. Until next time, be prepared, stay safe, and keep learning.